My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about growing your spirituality through entrepreneurship. I'm talking to Amy Frame today. She's a holistic life coach and business mentor, and she knows all about how... Um, Growing a business on your own, solopreneur, um, usually we start as solopreneurs, um, you know, it can push our ego's buttons in a way that's very different than other things in our life. And I know I've had the experience of really uh, coming to a place where I felt like it was a mastery somewhat of my inner peace, like I'm feeling good, I'm in the zone, I know how to stay there. And then what did I do? I decided to start a business. So, <laughs> which threw me right back into the challenges. And I think that's true of so many people I've talked to at certain points in life when we we hit a routine or we hit um we hit a, a certain rhythm we can find that zen and we can find that ohm and then we go well we could stay here the rest of our life or we could say well what's next now what do we do and for a lot of us it is stepping into our calling next and then handling those egoic emotions that come with it and deepening our faith deepening our trust in the universe and our intuition so amy's going to talk about that today and also share a bit about what she does so uh welcome amy how are you today Hi, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. So why don't you share what you do as a holistic life coach and business mentor? Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, I started this journey because I was a nurse and became a board certified nurse coach, which is a brand new kind of business thing, uh, brand new coaching. Out of that, I ended up really going towards life coaching and business coaching because I feel like they're so interconnected. And uh, because of the, you know, the mind-body connection, I just feel like true healing comes from healing all, like just healing yourself, fully healing yourself, and then everything else sort of follows. And so coming from a, a Western medicine type lifestyle, and then shifting over to here where I do feel like we need to work on like mind-body spirit connection all in one before we can even deal with like um, what's going on in your health or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of shifted to that. And so uh, that's where the life coaching comes in because I focus a lot on the, the whole. Awesome. Awesome. And, and so with your life coaching, do you only life coach business owners or is it um, a little bit of both? Like, is it's, it, yeah, it is both. So I do them separate and together. But um, I, I can't say that I business coach without life coaching. <laughs> so, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad I you have that. life coached without the business, but I have never business coached without the life portion. So well, why don't you share a little bit about that? Because I think, um, you know, that is actually in my experience, not always something that business coaches talk about. It's, it's about, you know, this is what you need to do, suck it up, get it done, da, da, da. So how do you integrate some of that more holistic um, 
that holistic mindset into growing a business and and how to get past those um those those stopping points and those challenges that come along with growing a business yeah the first thing that comes to my mind is in order for us to move forward in business we have to slow down our mind and our body and do some somatic work and really connect ourselves to ourselves again so that we're able to so we're not glass ceiling all the time, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not hitting limiting beliefs. So in order to work through, and it can be, it's interesting, especially I work with more new entrepreneurs, is they hit those ceilings early on until they go back and start doing that holistic work of um, the higher belief system, the higher faith system, uh, the walk with spirituality. Mm-hmm. You can't really do you can't really like continue to go up until you work through some of that. Like, what is your beliefs and and how are you connected? And is there something bigger than yourself? So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I know I I, I could not do this work, and I always I have a sign over here that says "Spirit is my boss." So if uh, you know if I get that confused and I think I'm the boss, or I think I put someone else in charge of my decisions, like everything falls apart. But you know, getting quiet, tuning into the intuition, tuning into what feels like a yes for me ends up bringing not only flow, which is an, a part of abundance, uh, because you could have a gajillion dollars and no flow, and you're unhappy and you're all stuck and what you can't even enjoy the money that you make. So I think it's important to see success on those different levels. So um, what did you do before you started this work? So I actually joined the military when I was really young. And from my military experience, I served overseas um, and worked with a lot of trauma patient, trauma individuals. Um, I ended up going into nursing and like wanting to do trauma. So I was an ER nurse that that worked on a trauma unit for most, gosh, it's been like almost 12 years now. And one of the things that kept coming up was I would see individuals who were sick and they'd stay sick and just nobody was healing, not the way that I wanted to see and not the way that I thought uh, this this job was going to provide for me, like to be able to walk through people through their healing journey. And so I started doing a lot of inner work because I felt so lost at my job. And it was there that I just kind of at some point was like, okay, like started doing all the healing work myself um, and didn't have anybody to guide me through that. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, and then realized that it just didn't resonate. Like my job didn't resonate with me anymore, which was, um, which was a bummer. I still love being a nurse, the idea of the idea of being a nurse, uh, but in the healthcare system, it was limiting me and I needed to step out of that. Um, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. And I've, I've heard other nurses say very similar things. And counselors say very similar things. It's like, we can't bring in that holistic stuff. If we only could, how different would this field be? But now we've got, you know, this rising of the holistic thought. And I think, you know, I've been told by some some folks in the in the beyond that, you know, eventually there's going to be a merge. But right now we're, we're growing in both fields so that we can see how it can work together 
to help people's healing. Cause you're right. I, I think Western medical seems great for, you know, really, really bad, bad infections and really, really bad um, virus, not, not even viruses, but they're, they're working on that. Um, but, you know, if you bro- break a leg, it's, you know, it's, it's war medicine. So you break a leg, you get an infection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Western med- medicine is great for that. But if you have an ongoing issue like diabetes or, um, you know, some kind of um, syndrome, that just can't be, get cleared up with medicine, then we've got to we've got to bring in some other things. So, um, as a holistic life coach, do you said you work with health? So, it sounds to me like you also work with a little bit maybe medical intuition or looking at different you know different parts of the person's life to help them sort that out and also find some calm. Or is it more working with the nervous system? How would you say that you help people with their health now as a coach? I, I, I would say that like for health, um, I go into those spaces that need deep healing. And it's interesting because once you start healing those deep places, all of the medical stuff, you start getting clarity on what you need to do. That's right. So I, I, I wouldn't, I mean, I do, I guess I work with people with people, um, and help with support their health. But honestly, I, it's so much more of just learning how to trust their intuition, um, creating a safe space within themselves. That's like huge. Um, and learning to really be grateful for everything that your body has done for you. And then come into that space and heal from there instead of like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. we get so caught up on that and I am no, uh, me too. (laughs) 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 But, um, now I, now I come from a completely different place and it's more filled with gratitude and listening to my body and asking what it needs and and moving in that sense. And so I I work a lot with that and trusting that relationship that you have with yourself uh, that I was never taught, right? Like it's not something I was ever taught about. So now I get to do that and teach others how to do that, which is really cool. I love it. Well, can you share your healing story? I always love those because I know I've got mine. <laughs> if, if anybody's read my book or listens to the show, I've told it many, many times, so I won't tell it here, but I'd love to hear yours in terms of where you had that turnaround moment of I've got to listen to this inner voice telling me to do something different. Oh, it started for me. Um, I had a, actually a child who was injured she's doing fine now, but she was injured and I'm not going to spend too much time on her story, but she was injured. And I was like lost in, I was angry. I was angry at the system. Nobody was helping me. Nobody was helping my child. Um, My health was failing. Um, This was in the medical system for me. I felt lost, neglected, not heard super angry. And, uh, I spent a couple of years there, to be honest with you, just really angry at the system. And then I worked in it. So it even made it better. Right. <laughs> like I was mm. like, I'm so angry. Um, and what changed was I don't want to be angry anymore. So what do I need to do? How, mm. how can I be okay with what has happened? make some sense of it, but move past that into a place where there is healing. There is like, because when you're fighting the system, you're not healing. You're just creating more Mm, resistance pain for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so it came from that. I was just like, it was like this, this moment of just pure, I give up. I don't want to do it like this anymore. And then 
once I surrendered to the process, it, it started for me. I, in, and then I was led to all the right people and all the right places. And the individuals came in and the teachers came in and the mentors came in. And I was like, wow, there's this whole different world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was very similar <laughs> in my case as well that, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to do the work. And I'm feeling completely like I want to leave this planet. But if if you bring me the the help, if you show me direction, I will do it. And here we go, pop, 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 those people and those key moments and those key aha moments, especially. And and then also the the courage and the uh, the moxie to just do the things, I think, you know, when we really want to live an abundant life uh, of health and, and wealth and all the other good things, we've got to be willing to push through those, that discomfort and that sense of, um, you know, I don't know what's on the other side, I'm transforming, but that's, that's it. We're either growing and transforming or we're, we're not, <laughs> and we're going the other direction, which is, it's not, you know, unless it's our time, that's not the greatest thing. So you mentioned um, your greatest success in all of this is, you know, you've moved from California to Tennessee, big move. Um, you've got financial freedom, you're homesteading now, you've got a beautiful little, um, little home on a bunch of acreage with an orchard, gardens, chicken, sounds like, like I said, Garden of Eden to me, it sounds like a lovely, lovely situation. So can you share um, about when that happened and what that's like now to be living your dream and really feeling free in that? Oh, yes. So um, there came a turning point in my career, my job, where I had to make a decision if I wanted to stay in that career or not and in my nursing career. And it took me about a week to decide that I was going to leave it, that I was going to, I had a retirement there, benefits, everything else. My husband got to stay at home with the girls. Like when you look at the ideal life from the outside, people would say, oh my gosh, you guys have the ideal life. And so me making this decision and burning it all to the ground was like, um, uh, it was pretty, like, everyone was like, I cannot believe you are doing this. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to. <laughs> so um, I turned in my resignation letter. We sold our house in California uh, within a month, pretty much sold most of our belongings, drove out to Tennessee. Uh, my husband had never been out here. I'd only spent three days. So I went and like looked and was like, oh, that's where we're going to live. Wow. You and, guys are tight. He's like, I trust you. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, packed up everything we had moved out here. And the day after the day after we landed here in Tennessee, this house came on the market nice. and it had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of work that had to be done. And there wasn't a lot of people who were interested. There was a lot of people that were interested in it, but they were like, well, we don't, you know, we don't want to do all that work. And my husband is incredible. And I just looked at him and I said, we have a view of the Smoky Mountains. What more could you want? Like, I want this property. And he was very unsure. And again, he totally did the trust fall. I said, regardless if we build this up and sell it or we just keep it, no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. And this is going to be worth it. Um, and the minute he started working on the house, he's like, I love this place. I'm like, yeah, I told you, like, it's just magical. And so again, it's like that trust fall. And then just every single time that I'm caught, uh, you know, it strengthens that uh, trust in, in the process of like, I'm being called to do something. It's okay to burn it to the ground, even if nobody understands. It's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that leap of faith, trust fall. Um, guys out there, listen to that. Um, it's it's important on the path to try. To, it is, it's a walk of faith every moment. And to say, even if 
this day looks dark or this day looks like very uncertain, um, you know, keep walking and you'll see just like if you're walking in the woods and you're unsure of exactly of where you're going all of a sudden, oh, I know where I am now, or I can't believe we made it to this beautiful view. Um, that's how life can be when we trust instead of living in a, in a really like safe bubble of routine that maybe isn't so fulfilling in, a, in maybe jobs and places that are not good for us or not in balance and alignment with us. So you, you did mention, Amy, that, you know, currently with all the success that you're having, feeling great about your work, feeling great about where you live, that you're still struggling with your own health challenges. So we always like to talk a little bit about challenges on the show, because I'd love to give you something um, to help with that today. Um, and also there's a, there's some feelings of feeling lost, maybe fear of judgment and imposter syndrome, which is so so common with those of us starting new businesses that are kind of being created from spirit. So can you share a little bit about that, how that's affected you in the last um, few months here? Yeah, um, absolutely. So yes, I have a couple of health issues going on, um, it, uh, like hormone issues. And I have a lot of extra weight on my body that I cannot move. It just does not want to shift. Uh, and I'm going to specialists, um, functional medicine doctor. I'm going to a functional medicine doctor, which I, I love. We're doing chelation therapy. So trying to get off some heavy metals that are on my body, anything that we can do to kind of detox. Uh, you can imagine just being in the military and then um, everything else, like I'm, my exposure is so high. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're trying to rid some of that, but it it's, it's frustrating. I mean, I have moments of complete, um, yeah, just like complete anger towards it, or I get mad or I get upset. I also had to grieve a lot that this, this is just the way that it is right now. And I, and I can't, uh, make the process go quicker. So, uh, that, so that's been a really hard and, um, and it's given me an opportunity to really deepen my relationship to like, again, trusting this process, but it's, it's still really hard. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And as far as the the internal um, challenges are going, that kind of imposter syndrome or fear of being judged, how does that show up for you? It, it's interesting because when you just said that, the idea, the words that came right into my mind were um, the imposter syndrome comes from not looking on the outside how I feel on the inside, which I've never been able to put words to that before, but that's exactly what just came out. It's this fear of, yeah, being judged from the outside of like, Hey, you look like this. Um, and you talk like this, so you must not be living aligned. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what came up right now when you just asked me that question. So interesting. Mm -hmm. I've, I've actually heard that on my that voice in my, my past as well. So I, I totally get it. And, um, and it's, it's, kind of, you know, that tends to happen when we're growing into our wisdom or our, our spiritually mature selves. It's like we've got this wise woman that's speaking and, and knows all the answers and, you know, can give, you know, a lot of assistance and a lot of help to others, but we're still human beings. We still have our, our histories and our challenges and our, you know, our inherent health stuff, whether it's um, inherited or it's just something we've dealt with from the past or who knows, aging is a thing. It's definitely a thing. So I feel for you, it's just about um, kind of a realigning to what's important about what you share. Uh, I'm going to get quiet for just like a split second. Don't want too much dead air, but I'm going to get into your energy here. It is. There's there's definitely a 
embracing like a, a path of embracing your conscious aging and your wisdom and knowing that it came to you early and therefore you've always felt a little bit different because of that because you didn't you weren't interested in the same things other young women were interested in um you know even being a nurse that saw through stuff very quickly um that makes us feel a little alien in this world and especially when we have the this voice that wants to share broad uh, broad strokes of wisdom and i do feel that you do whether it's through speaking or probably writing um i feel more for you a more introverted way of doing things and putting your stuff out into the world um you really have a lot of beautiful stuff going on but the biggest issue you have is is your self-judgment and the in the voices that are going on in your head about it because people may maybe thinking that but who cares <laughs> if they are it's most people i feel for you are, are really grateful for you and they admire what you have to offer and so your your mind is trying to keep you safe and and that's what i would teach in my program to anyone struggling with this that we have our intellect um, and our instinct to stay safe. And those are the two halves of our ego. So the instinct to stay safe is going, what if I'm not safe being seen talking all this wisdom? You know, I've got to prove it. I've got to show up just perfect, perfect, perfect in every way because I see this stuff is so beautiful and perfect. And then the mind goes, oh yeah, they're probably really judging you for that. You better, you better lay low, you better play small. And it really is just this loop that goes around. And if you think about it, I mean, I certainly have it too. It's like, it's crazy making. <laughs> so what, share what, uh, you're nodding your head, share what you're feeling about that as I'm talking about that. Oh yeah. I, uh, and each time I step into my business a little bit more, take another risk, do something new, it comes back. Mm-hmm. So I can move past it. It's like, I feel very free. And then all of a sudden I will, it, it is the thing in my, for like my, I'm sure it's like a limiting belief, uh, um, like a glass ceiling for me, but it is the thing uh, that makes me feel like an imposter each and every time where a lot of the other stuff that I hear other people say uh, are different, but like, my, that's, that's the, I think that's the, that's the thing that ke- keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep, I get it. And it's it's wanting to feel proud of yourself and like you're your own cheerleader. Uh, you know, sometimes we look out outward for approval and we're, you know, a lot of us are raised to think that, you know, you get awards, you get someone else saying, you know, someone that you admire saying that you're doing great. Okay, I must be doing great. Or you get the certificate or the diploma or the whatever. And on the spiritual journey, when you are working for spirit, which you are as a holistic coach, you know, the, the, your language is very intuitive when you talk about how you work with people. It's like, basically, you are an intuitive working with people. And then you've got this kind of coach, these coaching skills on the side. Um, it's finding your truth to ex- explain that in a way that makes sense to your core as much as it makes sense to someone else. So that's just where you're at with that. And I feel that it's about finding balance between what the world is asking of you as far as showing up and then what feels right to you. And this balancing act is going to take a little bit of time to figure out, but I, I feel that anytime you push yourself out into spaces that are not comfortable for you in a bad way like it's just not an alignment for you um you know and that's what i mentioned i don't necessarily see you on stages all you know dolled up speaking you know to five thousand people but i can see you writing a book or having you know conversations like this like getting that word out to lots and lots of people in a way that feels good to you because it's the power of the voice more than the power of maybe what 
you know, the, the glitz and the glamour. And there's the, there seems to be a comparison going on. So definitely be careful not to compare yourself to others. And I feel like that's the thing that kind of puts a, you know, kind of stabs yourself in the back um, when you're saying, well, look at what she's doing and look at what this coach is doing. And, you know, it's the people you might look up to. Um, you're going to take some of that, but you're also going to make it your own. Yeah, so, absolutely. Good. Well, um, so thank you for being here today. It's been a wonderful conversation. And where can people find you if they want to lo learn more about your work? Um, yeah, I am on Facebook and Instagram, and both of them are amy.frame.rn at facebook.com or instagram.com. And then I have my email, amy at amyscoaching.com, and that's amy at amyscoaching.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening. We will catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.